Hey everybody, welcome to a special program today on the Mondo Show. I can't wait for you to meet my friend. It's a shame that I have not had him on the orange couch, yet he's visited Morningside many times. He's been on the Jim Baker Show, and we've known him for a long time. So I'm a little bit embarrassed that I'm just now asking him to be on, but I believe that his message today is going to be so vital for you to understand. You see, today I want to ask you a fundamental question. What is your why? It's a question that carries a profound yet spiritual and pragmatic implications, especially in the context of the challenges that lie ahead. The Bible is timeless in its wisdom. It offers us a powerful warning and a guiding light you see, in the days of Noah, the world faced a reckoning, and only those with a clear purpose, those who knew their why. Do you know your why? Because in those days, in order to survive the flood and the cleansing of the earth, it had to serve a purpose. You know, a stark reminder that without a purpose, we find it difficult to navigate this turbulent times that we're living in right now. You see, Jesus himself, when questioned about the end of days, he constantly cautioned, be not deceived. His words are painful reminder that deception and confusion will be rampant as we approach the culmination of history. You see, he knew what was coming. He understood that that even the very elect, those who seem unshakable in their faith, could be deceived. I believe that we are living in a time of great deception. Prophetic words are being spoken, yet so many people don't understand the times and the seasons that we're in right now. The message is clear. Unless we anchor ourselves firmly in our why, in our purpose, we may be doomed to wander in the mire of uncertainty and deception. Today, I want you to understand your why. The question that we seek, the spiritual strength that we have to have, the clarity has to come from the understanding of our why. For it is this understanding that we find the strength to withstand the storms of the time and discern the truth amidst the chaos that America is facing today. And my special guest today is going to help you and I understand what is our purpose? What is your why? My special guest today is none other than Philip Cameron. He is an international missionary evangelist, he's an author, and he is the host of the Daily Faith television program, which, by the way, I'm going to put a link on the screen where you can find this program. you got to hear it. He interviews, he talks, he has conversations with some of the greatest leaders of this nation. But I believe that Philip Cameron's message is more important today than any other time in his history, in your history. 
He is the founder of the orphan hands, reaching the lost and changing the nations of Moldova and Ukraine, just to name a few. His family, the Cameron family, started at the seven acre. He's been a part of our lives, this ministry, and the PTL network for a long time. I want you to help me welcome Uncle <laughs> Philip. Welcome to my program, sir. <laughs> Uncle Philip Cameron, you, you know you're getting old when folks start calling you uncle. That's the, I think it's the kiss of death for your ministry. Uncle, when you're called uncle, then, you know, poor Uncle Philip. Oh. It's great. Finally, I have been asking and begging and please, Mondo, have you, have you forgot about me? And so I am, finally, I've made it. I feel a success. My ministry is finally successful. Sure. <laughs> Out of all the platforms you've been on, you've been waiting to be on the orange couch. This is the one. This is the one. And I'm still not in the orange couch. I, I, I'm going to be uh, with Jim in a, in a wee while. I want to come and sit in that, that couch. I want to sit next to you face to face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, listen, I can't wait to have you in person. I love you. Uh, I feel we like uh, I've never asked you, but I feel like you've been a mentor of mine. I have listened to the conversations. I've listened to the stories. And I got to tell you, Uncle Philip, you are one of my heroes. My heart is with you, with your ministry. And I just appreciate the kind of friend you are. Uh, I, I really do believe that your voice is so important right now than any other time in the history of your ministry because you have a download from God that very few men of God are willing to risk their whole entire ministry for and let me ask you this before we get into our why. Where did the passion to watch the news, to be a watchman on the wall, and yet still be and remain focused in what God has called you to do? Well, to ask that question is like me saying to you, when you had your babies, I remember when Beth had your two, your two kids, and, and I, I watched a guy that had, had been been a gang and lived a pretty wild life. I, I, when I hear your, your stories, I, I think, my Lord, I've lived a very dull life. But suddenly, when those babies come into existence and into your arms, you changed. Something inside, you changed. They were born, but you were born as a father at that moment. And suddenly, this almost ingrained desire, that, that a birth takes place, that causes you to be a father. It's the same in the spirit. There are moments when you go along, and I, I was in America. I've been, I, I've been traveling since 1969 with my father. Then I took over the ministry, was on Jim's show. I was on the 700 Club, TBN, you name it. I sold one book that it's, I wrote a book that it sold 300,000 copies. And you know that's a, that's a lot of books to sell for one copy. And suddenly you become aware of a world that, that is bigger than your own. And that's when you find your why. So when, when you had your, your, your kids, Suddenly, everything else came into focus for the rest of your life. That's called finding your why. Why am I here? What is my existence? What is my purpose? What is my mandate? And when you find that why, it disciplines you, it corrects you, it makes you go when no one else will go. It may, for example, the, the, the wise men, when they went to see Jesus, the, when, they, when, they, the, when they found him in, in the manger, the Bible tells us that they followed a star from the east. These guys, when everybody else was sleeping, those men got up in the middle of the night, 
You can't follow stars during the day. You've got to follow stars at night. And when you have a why, you will follow the star through the nighttime when everybody else is sleeping, while everyone else is safe in their beds with no consciousness of the world. The why guys, the guys that know why we are here, are up watching and following the star. That's what I call finding your why. Wow. Listen, by the way, my why is being written right now. I got offered 25 years ago to write a book. And, you know, Pastor Jim, he said, I asked for his advice years ago. And he said, I don't think it's, it's the right time for you to write a book right now. It's going to hurt you more than it's going to help you. He says, wait on God. Well, 25 years later, that why is coming about. And I'm in the process of writing my life story Charisma uh, Publishing Company is going to put it out in March. I'm working on it day and night. I have a deadline. But I believe that it's so important to understand your why. And I got to ask you this, Uncle Philip. What should our why be for preparing spiritually and mentally for the challenging times ahead? Because drawing parallels to the days of Noah, I want to get your opinion on the why. Well, when, when, when they asked Jesus, they says, how will it be in the end times? And, and Jesus, looking forward from 2,000 years ago, said, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the coming of the Son of Man. So he gave us a template, a pattern, by which we can look and, and compare there to now. And um, you don't have to be very bright. You don't have to be a Bible scholar to, to look at the seasons and the times, I know, forget what I know with the Bible, I know in my guts that we are living in days that we have never seen the like of ever before. When it seems that hell has unmasked itself, it used to work in the shadows, it used to work under the table, it used to work in, in subterfuge ways. But it seems as if the devil has ripped his mask off and he no longer cares, he's, no, he's not hiding anymore. And we are looking at things. The Roman Empire fell when marriage was no longer between a man and a woman, when, when people's identity and gender began to be confused. And, and all of those things that have caused empires to fall in the past are now front and center. And those that have a biblical view of what's taking place in the world and a biblical opinion that's being made, suddenly we're the outcasts. We're the ones that are whatever phobia you would like to put the name to us for, because they've no shame anymore, and they are on the attack like we've never seen. And all of these things, as it was in the days of Noah, we're back to those days again. And um, you better know your why, why you're here, what you're for, and what you believe, because when you, when you don't know when, what you believe, then you are buffered around by every, the Bible says, every wind of doctrine, every latest belief that comes along. We follow these things, but that is not the purpose of God. God needs an army of people that will stand up in these days of uncertainty and say, I know whom I have believed. I am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I've committed unto him against that day. These are the days. Uncle Philip, can you share your insights into what I feel the importance of having a clear sense of purpose or what you call your why? What insights can you give us to safeguard or faith or walk with God where we don't fall into the deception 
that is happening not only outside of the church, but inside of the church. It's very simple. There's an old hymn. On Christ the solid rock I stand, all of the ground is sh shifting sands. I dare not trust the sweetest frame of mind, frame, frame of mind, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. If the devil can confuse us and get us off of the foundation of Jesus, if we follow any wind of doctrine, any thoughts outside of he is all we need, the older I'm getting, Mondo, the more I'm realizing that the, the truth of what my faith is, Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. Little ones to him belong. They are weak, but he is strong. Yes, Jesus loves me. And what I'm doing is in my walk with him, I'm stripping away all the superficial stuff, all the things that we've run to and tried to be cool with. And uh, I've come to the conclusion that if, you're, if, you're, if your eyes are on anything else but Jesus, this, this deception is going to take place. The Bible says, Jesus, every time they asked him, he says, do not be deceived. Don't, don't let deception be great deception. And what you're going to see in the days that come ahead, you're going to have ministers that are going to start preaching strange truth. And people are going to follow them. I was watching the other day, this pastor spoke, if, if, and there was like 5,000 folk in his church he was speaking to. And he said, if someone started down the street, and you knew they were speaking and teaching false doctrine, but yet they had signs and wonders take place in their service. Half of you would go down the street to watch the signs and wonders. The devil does signs and wonders too. And yet, we, 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 unless we have the foundation of who Jesus is in our lives, we are susceptible to all of these things. Because Eve, let me, let me get right back to the beginning. Eve was the apex of God's creation. He made man out of the, the dust of the earth, and then he made woman out of man. So a woman's nervous structure is much finer tuned than a man's. We are out of mud, but your wife is made out of you. She was the apex of God's creation, and yet she was deceived by the servant. If Eve can get deceived, so can I. So my, my advice to everyone watching Mondo today, and this is so important, is that you fix your heart on Jesus. Know why you are here. I know who I believe. I'm persuaded that he is able. And if you keep that center point in the middle of, it's, it's like a center of gravity. If you can keep this messy, both you and I love not, not American football, but real football, the, the kind that God plays is, is the one that Messi plays. And Messi, the reason why Messi is the best soccer player in the world is because he was sick when he was a boy, and that's why he went from Argentina to Spain for medical treatment. And he, was, he is little, he is short-statured, and his center of gravity is so low to the ground that they can't knock him over easily. We need to get our center of gravity so in tune with God that the devil can't knock us over easily. Listen, you are watching Philip Cameron. You're listening to Philip Cameron, a message that is so vital for this hour, a message that if you don't understand your why, you're going to be lost. So many of you are running to and fro from one conference to another conference, from church to church, trying to find an identity. I believe that the greatest deception in the church right now is not knowing who you are. Don't fall in love 
trying to find the gifts that God is giving you. Don't go out and try to chase the, the whole time what God has called you to do. Instead, align with the will of God because the will of God will reveal to you his identity in you. And in, in his identity, you will find your identity that will develop the call of God in your life so you can walk in the gifts of God so you are not deceived by miracle-working devils out there. And so many of you are following so many crazy trends in the church today that you have lost your why. You have lost your purpose. You have lost your identity. I'm whom God called you to be. And I believe that a lot of you from the research from a lot of great organizations that we have so much biblical illiteracy in the church today that we're preaching crazy motivational speaking that, yeah, it feels nice, but they're not biblical. I believe that if you don't understand your why, you're going to be lost and you're going to be deceived in the hour that Matthew 24, one of the greatest messages that Jesus gave, and in that passage of scripture, it's not ironic that he mentions deception three times. There's a reason why deception in, in this hour is so vital because so many trends are taking place. Yet, if you don't know your why, if you don't know your purpose, you're going to be lost just as someone that doesn't know the Bible. Uncle Philip, I want to give you this time to minister to that person watching that doesn't understand their why, that is confused about their why. They're running from one conference to another conference, from church hopping, yet they're feeling dead inside. They've been walking with God for a long time, yet their identity has been lost. And I believe that they need help finding their why. I believe that you have a word for that person watching right now. Can you help them find their why? How do we get back to finding our purpose? Your why is the structure of faith. When you have a belief system and a why system in place, if you will, what that does, it lets you stand as a buttress against the flow of diverse currents. Let's go back to Noah. The Bible says that Noah moved with fear, built an ark to save his family. It had never rained in Noah's time. They'd never seen rain falling from the sky. Dew came up from the ground and watered the earth. So here's this man who starts building not just a boat, but a liner. The biggest thing ever built in mankind was the ark. A hundred and twenty year of whys. Every weekend, the folk would come on the weekend and have a picnic and look at the old fool up on the boat. A hundred and twenty years building the keel. Can you imagine the size of the keel, the center part of the ship? No screws, no nail guns, no, no electric tools, everything carved out of the, of the forests. And yet the Bible says that he kept diligent, inviting people every day, please come into the ark, there's a flood coming. And the folks saying, you're, you're, an ins you're insane. There's no water here. Where's this boat going to go to? Where's this flood going to happen? If you can keep your why when everybody else is mocking you and laughing at you and saying that you've lost your mind, then I promise you the day will come. No one was the biggest fool in the world until the first drop of rain landed on someone's head.
And suddenly they all looked up and rain, water was falling from the sky and it didn't quit. But in the meantime, and this is important, as Noah's building this boat, laughed at and ridiculed by the world, out of the forests around him came elephants and lions and lambs and horses. And they all began to congregate round the ark. Sometimes animals are smarter than we are. And, and he's sitting there looking every night and there's new animals, new exotic things he's never seen. Do you understand how far some of those animals had to walk before they got to where the ark was? So God gives you indication, indicators in your life to look at and to gauge and to encourage you to keep your why in place, keep steady. If you don't have a why, for example, when America was involved in the First and then the Second World War, those young boys that went on the beaches of Normandy, when they climbed up the cliffs of Normandy into, into the, the, the sheer raw machine gun fire of the Germans on top of them, they knew their why. They conquered Germany. At the same time, on the other side of the world, they fought the Japanese and destroyed the Japanese and, and literally kicked them out of all the islands of the Pacific. The same army, the same people fighting in Vietnam without a why couldn't win. Peasants beat the greatest army in the world. Same guns and better. Same airplanes and better. Same technology and better than the Second World War. But because there was no why in our hearts, we were not able to overcome these peasants that lived in the forest who had a why. A church without a why has a lot of stuff, but has no point and purpose in what we do. And I want to encourage you in your life today, for your family's sake, for your nation's sake. As we're recording this just now, it's the tragic um, anniversary of the towers, twin towers being knocked down. Horrendous day because America lost its guard and let the evil come into this country. They walked in, studied in our flight schools, learned how to fly planes but not land them. They were taught how to take off and fly, but they were never. Wouldn't you think that someone that was asking to be taught how to fly a plane, but it's not necessary how I landed. Wouldn't that alert someone's mind? But what happens is you become blinded by the, in, the incremental attack of the enemy. He sneaks up into your life. He makes you compromise a wee bit. He makes you think less of this. And, and before you know it, you've given over more space and more territory. And before you know it, the devil's in your face now demanding what he would never have asked for just a wee while ago. I've got a dear friend who's part of the Methodist denomination. 2,000 of their churches have just left because 8,000 have remained. But 2,000 of the churches have left because the Methodist church have made a stand that a, a, a gay person could be a bishop in the Methodist church. We are literally living in a world where our why is being challenged and compromised every day. But I want to tell you and I want to pray for you that God will give you the courage in your circumstance. The attack of the enemy that's coming to your life 
Keep your eye on the prize. Don't let the devil dissuade you and distract you with small stuff. Keep focused on Jesus, who is the author. That's the beginning. Mondo's writing a book. He's the author. But he's only going to be a real author when he finishes the book. And Jesus is the author and the finisher of our faith. Wow. There you have it. Let me give you this scripture before we leave the air. And I think it's so important to listen to what Philip Cameron has just shared with you and understanding your why, how critical it is your why. Do not let your guard down in this moment because for what is impossible for you, watch this, with men, it is impossible. Is it, it's impossible trying to find your why on your own. It is impossible trying to find your why in, in things of this world, trying to figure out what trends are going to be working for your favor, and, and yet it's becoming impossible to keep your family together. It's impossible trying to keep the church together. It's impossible trying to keep your life together. But with God, listen to this, but not with God, for with God all things are possible, even your whys, even in the deception that we're in right now in our theology, in our, the culture, in the war that is taking place in the culture today, it is so easy to lose the idea of who we are. And the battle of trying to figure out who we are has become even more vital than any other time. That's why it's so important that you stand with me and support this program and join in and say, why do we support for that one more? That one more that needs to hear this message. That one more that needs to understand that Jesus loves them. That one more that needs to be restored. That one more can be you. I need your help. I need your support. I need you to understand that the reason why I'm doing this is for that one more person to enter into the kingdom of heaven. I can't do this why by myself. This why needs you and I to stand together, to come together. Financially, you can do it. Prayerfully, you can do it. But it also takes taking this message all over the world. This why is so important right now. The why we need the gospel. The why people need to understand that Jesus died for them on the cross. The why we need support to expand Christian television even further out in areas that many people don't even get this program. I want you to stand with me today. I want you to help me to take this gospel for the one more Mondo that is out there, that one more Philip that is out there, that one more you that is out there that needs to hear this message. Will you pray about standing with me today? Will you pray about standing in my why and why we need to proclaim the gospel, why we need to take this program all over the world? I'm in talks with other networks that want to carry this program in Africa and South Africa, all over Europe, they want to carry this show. Why? Because they know that it's so important that people need to hear this message. They need to find their purpose in God. Will you pray about standing with me? Will you pray about writing a check today and saying, I want to help your why. I want to expand with your why. I want to be able to join you in your why. And the voice of the prophets, the PTL network, is going to take your donation, and we're going to span this program all over the world to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ. I hope you write me today. I hope you call me today. I hope you make the decision to stand on why it is so important 
that we preach the gospel all over the world. I have to go, but I want you to know this, that no matter what happens, keep the faith. I want to thank my special guest, my uncle, Philip Cameron, international evangelist and author, the beginning and the end. I love you, my friend. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.